Yo, what's good, Unfiltered Love people? Shagai can listen because I was from heaven up to me to you and sell it all in love. You are now listening to Unfiltered Love Radio. Unfiltered Love Radio. Thanks for listening. Yo, 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 what's good, Unfiltered Love people? Shagai can listen because all this from heaven to earth to me to you and sell it all in love. You are listening to Unfiltered Love Radio, and I just want to thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. So, man, as you know, we've had some dynamic people over the last few weeks. They're very creative, very talented, and that's the one thing I want to focus on today. What are you bringing to life? What are you bringing to fruition? What are you doing? If you've never listened to Unfiltered Love Radio, let me tell you who we are. My name is Calissus. I'm a coach. I listen from, I'm a freedom coach, not just a coach. I am the one and only. But, you know, I hope to have a staff by 20 by next year. We'll talk about those visions and dreams later. So, what are we doing? Why do we do it? Why are you listening? You're listening because you want to be lifted, inspired, and transformed. I want to ensure that your life is lit. Yes, lit. So that way you can be free and live your mega life. It's not just a mantra. It's not just things we say. I give tools. I give strategies, I give techniques, so you can understand why is it important for you to live that way? Why is it important for you to be you? Because guess what? There's only you. There's only one. Only you have your fingerprint. Only you can do what you can do. Only you can reach the people you're going to reach. Speaking of reaching people, that's the whole point of this. Make sure you like, share, subscribe, or hit the star button if you're listening on the Anchor app. If you're not and you're listening to it partly live, whoa, you're in for a show today. But let's talk about being uniquely you. You're a spirit. You have a soul. You're wrapped in this flesh suit, right? Because we all dirty. That means that we're all dirty. Dirty, dirty, dirty. Filthy. Nasty. So have some grace toward people. Stop living in these past events. Stop living in guilt. Stop living in condemnation. Stop seeing in the seat of the scornful is what we'll call it. Let's move on past that and move on towards your purpose. I told you this year I'm really focused on becoming your purpose, not just living on purpose, not just living with purpose, not just having a purpose, but literally becoming it. That means you have to embody the lifestyle. You can't be stuck. You have to believe who you are. You have to do some kind of exchange of your mental thinking to renew your mind so that way you can get to where you are. As a man thinketh, so is he. So if you think like something, your body got to follow it, right? I'm not going to even go there because I have mad examples. (laughs) Y'all know. Once I get there, I'll get there, right? But you have to, that means something's going to have to die. It's going to be a separation. You're going to have to come to an end to something. You're going to have to stop overthinking. And you're going to just have to live your life on your own terms, according to the purpose that you are meant to be. Sometimes we want to live on our own terms and be able to do whatever we want to do. And that just doesn't work all the time. Because what it does, it stops us because it's somebody else's creation of who we are, who we should be, and how we should live. So today... Be lifted, be inspired, and be transformed. And hold on, because I got a special guest for you. Here we go. I'm Built to Love Radio. I'm out. Yo, 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 we are back. We are back. We are back. What's good, I feel to love people, man? So, it's Women's History Month. This is, you know, I don't get a lot of females on the show often, so y'all already kind of gave it away that it's a female going to be on here today, so y'all better listen up, get this stuff, you know, I need that feminine energy to come in and just change things, shake them up, do a little bit. So let me tell you about this person that we're interviewing today. I don't even know where to start. 
Let's start. Y'all know I'm a creep, right? So y'all know like I just like follow people and I'm just strange and I just do these things. So one day I saw somebody post this lady talking about she was going to create flyers and all this stuff and da, da, da. And I was like, yeah, okay. When I click on her page, I saw music. So y'all know I'm a music. I'm like, if new music, I don't care if it's a new artist. Just don't suck because if you suck, I'm, I will not follow you. I will not talk to you. Or I may even tell you, hey, I think you should probably change. Y'all know. I'm going to just be keep. I'm, I keep that. I keep it a stack. Like, so I go on and she sings. I don't know what she was singing. I can't even tell you the song. But she was singing some song on her story. And I was like, yo, who is this chick? And I was like, she got this kind of new vibe. But then it's real jazzy. And if you know... And it was like a jazzy, a classic jazzy. So if you know me, you know I love jazz. And it was, it almost hit like one of my favorite jazz singers. And if y'all don't know, her name is Betsy. I'll let y'all figure out the rest. It's called Google and figure out who's the best jazz singer named Betsy. And she kind of had that vibe and I was like, but it, like she had these colorful like braids. And I was like, what the hell is going on? Like this is some new shit for me. And yes, I did cuss. And if you're you just remember you're listening to Unfiltered Love Radio. So what we will say, the conversation will be unfiltered. So I started following her. Then I needed some flyers done. So that was kind of like my key in, like, yo, let me <laughs> let me see who she is for real, for real. Because I've been following her for about six months at this point. So now I see she got this other endeavor, and I'm like, yo. Let me see who she is for real, for real. And then I started going to her shows. Then I became a little fanboy. Then we, like, became friends. And I was like, yo, this is kind of dope. And then, I don't know, life just happened. And I was like, you know what? It's some people, I think, are put on this earth to inspire you, to motivate you, and then to show you what you can do as well. But also to live just in their purpose, like, who they are. And it literally, it's a lifestyle. So after all of that, <laughs> tell my people who you are. My name is the Dreamer. Hey, oh, now she's gonna come on here talking all sweet and stuff. Hold on. I tell people before they come on the damn show, please speak loudly so they can hear you. You know, this happened a couple of episodes ago. And y'all know I got on that person, right? So should I get on her or not? Y'all can tweet me right now and I'll reply. <laughs> So who are you? My name is the Dreamer, aka Mona J. The Dreamer, Mona J. Yeah. Now I'm about to tell you, I've been waiting for this interview for at least a year and a half. <laughs> I mean, at least a year and a half. But she wanted to go on the Voice and with all these oh, other no, niggas, no, go on all no, these no, other please. damn interviews, <laughs> and she could travel. But, but I'm here now. I, yeah, now. I'm here now. That's, to, that's today. We, that's all I mean, that we can we can live in it now. But I'm I'm working on this thing, and I was telling oh, my friend. Sometimes in the past, people get stuck in that in-between. I don't think there's a term for that. So I thought it was rumination, but it's not really rumination. So I'm right there. I'm in that. And I'm going to write the book and coin the term. Mona J. What's up? The Dreamer. What's good? Who are you? What do you do? What? Oh, man. I mean, you just I, to me, this is the person that does everything. So I, <laughs> I'm really interested to see what she says she does her damn self. I think that I'm a creative. And Ooh. so I create uncontrollably. And sometimes it's in the form of flyers, websites, or business startups. And, and the way that's most passionate to me is music. So music. To create sound. Absolutely. So I, so I like that. I like that you said that you want to create sound. When you're creating sound, how do you articulate the sound that's in your head that flows through your heart and then becomes uh, a catalyst for somebody else to either be creative? Because when I listen to your music, I either feel really creative or you've taken somebody else's song and you're, you spend it your own way, right? Right. So how do you kind of just like get that message across? I think with sound and with music, what I'm trying to articulate is not really words. It's a feeling. 
Mm. So well, you're doing a damn um, good job with that. <laughs> That you. girl, I'll be feeling especially. Ooh, you know my favorite. Yeah. Look, my favorite. Don't is, even go there. Don't even. <laughs> y'all, tell her not to go there. Do not even go there. I was gonna not even go to that one. See, now she gonna make me go there. Now y'all got another story. So, she did a few cover albums, right? Like two or three. Okay. And I was really excited about those. And I was like, yeah, great. And then she did her own album. Yeah. And I was like, yo. So the name of the album is Brainwave. Y'all can go check that out. Yes, uh, it's streaming on all platforms. This ain't even the plug section. I ain't supposed to be plugging you the first five minutes of the show, but hey, I just plugged you. So when she comes out with this, I'm in my car, like, listening, like, yo, this is dope. And then this song called Secret Sessions come on. I was like, yep, she wrote that for me. Oh, my god! And every show that I've been to, that song come on, I tell her about, hey, she wrote that song for me. She's like, oh, my God. When? When do we have the secret session? So, I'm on, you want to finally tell the folks? Because a lot of people know you that's listening. When we had our secret session. Okay, let me say this. Because we did have a secret session. She just don't know what happened okay. because she didn't want to be in tune with her spiritual side. She think everything that happens and manifests is in the damn physical. But we don't do that because we know metaphysics does exist. Metaphysics does exist. And I'll just say that I wrote the song. For me. Listen, you know what, Kels? I'm going to let the record show that on this day, I am officially March the 5th, 2020, and what time it is? With yep, the theory that the song was written for you. So all of you all that are out there listening that think the song was written about anything or anyone else, fuck all that. It was for Kels, and that's what it is. So, now, but you can, what was the real, because that is my song. And, but it's funny, because that's not even the song I was going to talk about. One of my favorite things is um, that you do is um, a PJ Morton song mm-hmm. and a freaking Janae Aiko song. Yeah, those are my two favorite. Okay, and that's what I was gonna talk about. Every day I used to come home and I would listen to Frequency, like because and it just I would be in this such creative meditative mode yeah. that and I and now when I hear her version. Because she took it off of, you know, the platform. So it's kind of <laughs> pissy about it. I'm so, sorry. but now when I hear her version, I don't get that, like, okay, Kel, you got you got shit to do tonight. You got to work. Yeah. Do. So, when you read, to me, you recreated her whole vibe and added an extra spiritual layer to that. Yeah, when I heard the song, and I love, shout out to Janae Aiko. I love her music. She's also a fellow Pisces. And when I heard She's also a fellow Overwrite graduate, you know. <laughs> we went to Overwrite together. We had a little shout out. She getting all the love today. She so is. yeah, I when I heard her version of the song, I was listening to it and I was like, this sounds like a prayer. Mm-hmm. It, it it's a prayer. And so when I got the beat, I said, I'm just gonna and prayer is a big part of my life. I love to pray. To me, it's just talking to God, but it's a very consistent and thick part of my life. And so, um, I honestly, for that song, for certain songs, you know, I went back and I recorded the verse and the hook and uh-huh. uh, then I had to go make changes. But for literally for that record, I pushed play. And whatever came out, I kept it. And that's the funny part about people like you. Because you say you're a creative and you go and you create. And that, to me, was like one of those songs. So, it's... I, the crazy thing is I'm in my car. One of my friends get in my car. They hear your version of the song and they go, I know this song. And I say, oh, yeah, it's a cover by blah, blah. And they was like, stop talking. And I was like, what the hell? Don't tell me stop talking in my car. <laughs> but literally, we cut the volume up. And usually we have these long dialogues, these right. great conversations. It was silent. Yeah. And then the person started crying. Wow. So 
the whatever spiritual realm you were in in that moment, it yeah. really invoked something to other people who heard that. Yeah. And I would like to know like what your fans think and you know how the other people responded to it. But yeah. that's a real. I think that's a dope thing. Yeah, I've gotten that response uh, about that song from a number of people, and I think it's piggybacking off of what I mentioned earlier. As a creative or as someone who creates sound, I think. We remember things that we feel. Mm. And so I try to uh, feel as much as possible when I'm singing, when I'm creating, when I'm on stage. And I want people to buy into that feeling because those feelings or those moments where everybody's feeling the same thing on one night and one moment are very powerful moments. They're moments of connection of edification, there are moments where we inspire each other. And so I like it when those things happen often and to be able to record it and it happen on something um, that's in like one position, but it can happen all over the world where people mm-hmm. listen to it in Japan. I mean, it just tickles my fancy, man. Like, you listen to Unfilter to Love Radio. Her fancy's tickle. We'll be right <laughs> back with The Dreamer. to love radio so we're back we're back we're back we're talking to i am the dreamer, the dreamer. Jane, you know what i'm saying not dr mister <laughs> <Which way? laughs> right <laughs> so she had told me that she told me that one day like people would come up to her and be like doctor we tell the people they would say are you dr mister or i'm like no it's an acronym for dreamer well not an acronym but just a fancy way of spelling it so they're like oh yeah we're wondering about that but yeah, it's the dreamer. And so I thought that was dumb as hell because <laughs> when I saw it the first thing when she created it, this this name, and I'm like, yo, that's dope. Right. That's dope. That's because like, you get it, Kels, though. Like you I, I know, but that was just I don't know. But we were talking over the break. We were kind of talking about um being authentic and being one thing. What keeps you authentic? Oh man, that's a good question. I know, I'm pretty good at this damn thing. (laughs) See, they come here, they be like, ready, but you can't. can't." She wasn't even ready for this interview. I kind of sprung it on her. Absolutely. Because if I'm going to finally get what I want, you know, I feel like I have to be like, you know, now I'm going to be a little preachy. If y'all read the Bible before, but it's this woman who comes and she bows at Jesus' feet and she's not even supposed to be in the party. So she seizes her moment. And I think sometimes we have to seize our moments in life yeah. to get quality of what we want. But that's a part of being creative because I, I wasn't really prepared, even though I kind of prepped for it because I knew I was going to see it. So, <laughs> but she wasn't prepared, but as you can see, the interview's going. We but anyway, we talking heard. about authenticity and being authentic. I think what keeps me authentic See, is... I gave her time to think. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I think what keeps me authentic is... There are actually several things. I think... Um, God's love for me isn't predicated upon anything that I do for him mm. or anything that... Talking uh, about who's God? What's God? Oh, man. How much time we got? Uh, I, mean, oh I know this subject can go forever, but, you know, uh, defining God for you is big. I was... I remember being... I used to teach AA, and the guy who was over the AA, like the facilitator, I was just a teacher, and I'll come in and do the steps... One thing he would always tell people, you know, we're we're doing this, so we do the serenity prayer, right. we do the sobriety prayer, whatever. And as we're going, he would tell people, God just means good order and discipline. And I just, and for me, that just never, nah. that never settled well. And every time he'll say it, I'll cringe. So one time I went to him and approached 
And when he told me his reasoning, now I'm he not theistic. So I believe that people's truth are their truths and they, it can right. be the total absolute truth. And right. that it, it can manifest to whatever they want. And I believe my truth is my truth and I never want to impede on somebody else's belief, right? Right. But when I, after we talked and we had a conversation, he started changing that. And then he understood why because it was almost limiting whatever. But anyway, what do you, how do you, I know we're going to get back to the authentic right, thing. Yeah, I'm but the God thing that. always is one of those things. I like to know how people define that. I think that God is not definable. I, I honestly do. Mm-hmm. I think that he is a conglomerate of a concept and experience that is timeless that we get access to in our experience with time. That's so I like that. I like that. So you say he's not he's not definable, so you gave him a he though. I mean that's just what you the predicated him on a no and that's what I'm saying, right? Yeah, because it was like he's beyond language, you know what I mean? So right. I think he's beyond gender. Right. You know, if if we So when you're using he, you're using that the mankind. I'm using he as a language that works in this platform. Ah. That's the only I mean if I were in the, I don't know, uh, uh system where it was more matriarchal, maybe I would have said she. Okay. But I think a People who are the closest to God, in my opinion, don't attach to form. Right. We attach to things that are not a form. <coughs> so, like, language, you know, articles in the room, money, those things are just here in our realm, but they don't rule anything. Right. And so, uh, but that's why I say because I believe that people treat God more of a concept than a reality. Right. And so, one of the things that I'm really big on. But he's both. Right. So, one of the things I'm big on, like, sometimes I'll say he. Mm-hmm. I rarely say she because of my audience and because of people. Right. Um, but I will. And people go, I go, well, spirits don't have form. and But since we know spirits come in all forms, he can be he, she, it, dog, cat. Right. Because if you could take an ass and speak to another ass to get a message across, you good to me. Right. Absolutely. And I mean, he could probably exist in all forms at every moment in time. Right. So depending upon what angle you're looking at him, or it could be the tint of your particular eyes, if we even have eyes in heaven. Every- what he looks like. You right. know, or what well, we got eyes because they lift them eyes. And, you know, and I also, also <laughs> think, too, in the Bible, they use human uh, pronouns. Mm-hmm. Well, human pronouns to bring in the connection of God with mankind. I feel like if the Bible were written and it referred to God as it or the, then he would be more of a thing and not something that we were made in the image of. You know what I mean? Or have relational attachment right. to. Right. Yeah, I get that. So I just like that. So anyway, back to you being authentic and okay, yeah. using God. As- <laughs> yeah, though, though, and those times of, um, I guess I'll call it the Mona God experience. I have felt such openness and peace and such freedom and liberation that I hope to recreate those moments wherever I go, wherever I'm creating, whether it's flyers, businesses, or if it's with music. And that keeps me authentic because those kinds of experiences are changing and have changed my life. So when you look at the experiences you've had and you look at the current state of the world, mm-hmm. what's your like? What's your motive and your passion? Oh, wow. Kels, gosh, these are some really good questions. And I don't know how I don't. I just, um, I just come up with this off of our conversation because okay. I really like having conversations with people. One thing is I want to promote the person, right, and not just the product. I think a lot of times we right. we prostitute people's gifts, come on, and we prostitute people and put them in boxes, but we never get to know the person. So anytime anybody comes to Unfiltered Love Radio, I like them to understand. The person right. and why the person does what they do because one thing I'm really big on is in people being themselves and attracting what they want to manifest the life that they want to live. Right. Um, I think my passion is multifaceted, 
But when I see the condition of the world right now, I think that my passion is um, awareness. I think a lot of people in our realm of technology mm. uh, and privacy breaches and whatnot, mm-hmm. we feel unseen. And every time mm. I'm with God, I feel seen, I feel known, I feel understood, and I feel loved. And I also think that being seen is a key ingredient in love. Not just being seen, but also like seeing as well. And so in my music, in my encounters with people, I think my first message is, I see you. And then the second one is, I want you to see me. And I think in just taking a moment to be aware of our stories, our histories, our fears, our challenges, that there's a connection that's built. And I feel like God stands on that connection. You know what I'm saying? Well, while you being connected, (laughs) we're going to be right back. That's dope. I can't even say nothing after that. We back. Look, I'm gonna let her talk. She, she was talking. She was about to tell me her favorite scripture. I was like, I love, I love when people can, you know, the church folks be like exergete the text. I love when they can break it down and be real with the shit. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm gonna just put it my right, life. right. So right. you go ahead. Okay, so she didn't know I was about to cut this back off, but I felt like it was a conversation coming with it. So y'all know I like y'all to hear some of this the yeah. background stuff. So I um. Well, it's not my favorite scripture, but I am very much so obsessed with scripture because they're words of God. Biblical scripture or scripture as in sacred text from any... Both. That's dope. So sacred text, period? Yes. Man. Because I value sacredness. So after you tell me this, I'm going to ask you a question. Hopefully I remember. So I think, think, don't quote me on it. I think it's either Matthew 10, 15 or it might be 11, 15. It says, um, don't worry about what to say when they ask you questions. For it will not be you speaking. Right. So a lot of times, like I was talking to him about, I didn't, I don't even know what I'm saying when I'm saying it. But again, like we said before, I feel a thing, and I just have experienced such freedom with God. You know, I let down those. It's it's people in our society and the system that makes us less free. We're we're conscious of things that really don't matter. Just like in the Bible with Adam and Eve, they were naked the whole time, the bro. The whole time. The whole time. But it wasn't until sin came in, it's like, yo, damn, let me go get something to cover this up, blah, right. blah, blah. And so a lot of times that openness and that nakedness comes from constant interaction with a different world, with God, with a supreme being. It's like, yo, all this other stuff that's going on, like I'm above all of that. And you are too. You just here right now. So how do I build a bridge between where my spirit is from and where I am now. That's the connection. You know what I mean? That's actually good. So before I forget what I was going to ask you, (laughs) let me ask you. And then I have something that what you just said that I want to fill in. Outside of the canon, and when we talk about the canon, y'all know I talk about this a lot. When we talk about the canon, you know, it's the 66 books of the Bible. Outside of the canon, what what sacred uh, uh, scrolls or scriptures or letters do you just like connect to? I connect to a lot. Believe it or not, <clears throat> I uh, did a trip to Turkey, so I've read the Quran. Okay. Right? And there are surahs in the Quran that I think are beautiful, and I think that they carry. So that particular text, it's sacred. Some certain pieces of it are sacred. Some stuff, I'm going to just be honest, is kind of like a little out of my scope. But I think that that um, individuality with sacredness is important, too, to be able to know what is allowed in your spirit mm-hmm. and what's not. So I would say the Quran, of course, is the Apocrypha, which is not included in our 66 right. books. Um, I'm big on mantras. And I think that text, words of God, you know, can be breathed through all of us. You know what I mean? Those 
apostles and disciples back in those times wrote according to their dispensation, their world, you know, and now, you know, it comes out in, in, in different ways with us. You know, it might have a couple curse words, you know, it might sound different, but it is God's But word. they had the men. I mean, Paul cussed. Come yeah. on, right? And you know me, I love right. Paul because that's my dude. Right. I feel like to have been so who he was and stature and wealth and then to become who he was right. and and being homage of who we look at him now have writing a third of the right. freaking... And so every time, I feel like every time we speak... It's a measure of God speaking. And I know people have a problem with that. But if I believe in scripture and the scripture says that um, like God is in me, you know, then there's some justification there. Also, too, in Corinthians, it talks about, I think it's so dope that God says, hey, I'm not going to have my laws on tablets. You better anymore. preach that. Where's it going to be? Where's it going to be? It's going to be in our hearts and minds. Like, it's going to be what? In our hearts and minds. Like, so, therefore, uh, when never I'm speaking, mind. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, when you speak, you speak words that right. are spirit in their life. Right. They will Absolutely. Manifest? Absolutely. Ask these things that you show. You know what I mean? Come on. So, like, you know. Um, so, when we were thinking about the divinity of God okay. and defining who God is, how do we define our divinity? It's God's. You know, like, we're living. But how do you, so for you, you're one of those people. You know, she's, so let me tell y'all, she called me a weirdo a few times, right? <laughs> and I thought it was like the biggest compliment in the world. And then I looked at her, I was like, yo, that's dope. And she just looked at me like, that's why you're a weirdo. And I, I was like, yo, that's kind of, that's great. So we did this whole, like, personality test because I went to, like, man, if you if she ever has a tour, go to it, okay? Like, legit go to right. it. Fortunately, my day was, like, a one-on-one because God plans it, you know? Hey. He just that awesome to be like, yo, Kev, you need that. See, that's, that and that's what I was about. She messed up my whole, the whole point of me telling y'all that to be like, this was the secret session she had. She literally... Mind fucked me, okay? Oh my gosh, well that's kind of sexy. And that to me was like, yo, it's been a while since somebody's really got into the inner parts of me being able to get in, stay. But we didn't just stay there; we conversed in a whole different realm. Absolutely. And it it went on and on and on until it was like, yo, you got something to do? Oh yeah, you go do what you got to do. I got something to do too, <laughs> and that was great. So, but when we're talking about that, and we're talking about. Because we have a divine purpose. We have a divine measure. And yes. we know that glory matches glory, right? Yes. And so he's only we're only glorifying God because of his glory that already rests in us, right? Yes. But how how do we, or how do you as a person, like, take hold of your whole divineness and not just, oh, I'm the dreamer, or I'm Mona, or I'm, but, like, that divine part of you. I honestly don't think it's something you have to take hold of. Ooh. I think it's just there. And that's another kind of brain thing that fucks with us all. Like a lot of things that we aspire to or pursue, we've already been given. Like back in my day when so I So I gave you up, things life and godliness are already Yes. Oh, so that that's for real. <laughs> yes. Life yes. and God. Right. A God. lot of times we think, oh, you know, God is with me until I sin and he leaves the room. Or, you know, like this whole back and forth that humans do when love is not right why I don't understand how a supreme being who you know he doesn't do that he's very consistent I honestly think that one of the major if not only differences between me and God are the fact that he hasn't had to come through earth he comes to earth through me mm. you know what I mean and so mm. there's such connectedness in God but there's such individuality and no being sub God will ever be able to understand it you know what I mean so sure. you don't have to take hold of what you have but you aren't me you see what I'm saying? Like That's it's a dope. crazy, yeah, it's a crazy thing. So I just grow with it. You listen to Unfiltered Love Radio. We'll be back.
Unfiltered Love Radio. So you listen to Unfiltered Love People. She got Calistas because I listen from heaven earth to me to you and sell all of I Am The Freedom Coach. We are talking to... The dreamer. The dreamer. Man. We've, we've been having really a really great conversation and we're talking about some things. So when it comes to your gift and it comes to your talent, I like to play with this stuff. See, you know, they, they, they'll be ready. They'll be ready for this part. And for her, it's funny because I didn't even really come up with something. So we're going to do a double, a double whammy. Oh, wow. double whammy. So I'm going to give you, I'm going to say five words and I want to just say the first word that you feel about oh my god yep politics death blackness gold world domination Ooh, i like that one <laughs> skin pinky <laughs> texture grain radio ready Oh, okay. Yeah. Hey, shout out. So uh, if y'all if you got if you gotta catch it, you catch it. I you feel did, so you did. violated mentally that, right that, now. That, I, I, I love it. So I think people people like uh the dreamer and myself, we're very calculated in our answers and the words that we use. And it's not even on purpose, it just it just comes yeah. quick and is but it's calculated, right? Right there, I, you, I wish y'all could have just saw her face. She was like, what is this nigga about to say? And why is he going to say it right now? I can't even call him king right now. That's a nigga. Like, you know, like, and, and, like y'all would have just saw that. Okay, and then so, so, music is your thing. Yes. You have a dynamic voice. Thank you. I asked you five words. Um, one of the words I asked you was world and politics. I want you to do something creative. That encompasses the world and politics and your thoughts of how you feel about those. Oh, wow. That is actually going to to come on my next album. So. So. <laughs> speaking of that. What, yeah, I have a, it's going to be a song called Run. Um, and it talks about. Are you going to um, give us a sample of it? You're going uh, to say some lyrics? You're going to poetry? I need you to be creative uh, at this moment. <laughs> I'm great for the uh, album. We'll talk about that when the album comes back. You might have yeah, back. It, um, <laughs> it talks about. Um, uh, I'm trying to say, it says like, like these good old boys in blue taking shots at who? Profiling these minorities. They don't care about you, but we do. We can put some money in your hand, put dreams in your mind, invest in your success. Legacy is power, mm. power is knowledge. Stand on our shoulders because you are blessed. We need you, Lord. We need new laws. Put some color in the Oval Office, not some decoy. We need grandma prancing and black lives matter. If all lives matter, tell me what happens to black boys walking. Trayvon Martin. It's crazy. My tell you, it's, God. <laughs> it's, 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 it's what I would want to tell those coming after me. So and that is one word, run. 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 So you know what? And run is such a it's such an interesting thing. I just I was talking to my friend earlier today and I was telling him I was we were talking about marathons and I was like, sometimes in marathons you're running, sometimes you're walking, mm-hmm. and sometimes it's a slow jog. Yep. If you get stuck in the slow jog, you'll never run fast enough to beat out the opponent. Mm. Even if the opponent is you. Right. That's true. Because you're stuck in your own, you're stuck in your own self, right? right? And you're like, oh, I got this. I'm I'm breezing. I'm good where I am. But the one thing is you can always be a better version of who you are. Absolutely. And so when you start running, then you do that. And so I like, I like, I like the way you used a lot of similes. I like the way you, you actually told the truth. Like this is what it is. Right. The decoys and the boys in blue. One of the things is what affects you as a black woman that's so creative 
and and able to kind of give that creativity to other people. I I think that I recognize and connect with hopelessness. Oh. And I know that sounds very dark, but that's where we are. And I feel that in in my um I guess my rap sheet of a, a, a human being. I'm a black woman. You know, I grew up in a single family home. You know, I get it from the minority standpoint, from being a woman. You know, mm-hmm. like there's, and I'm super churchy, so I get the religion part of it. You know what I mean? So like, you're not I super know, churchy. Well, not not so, anymore, but so I used to be. You, you know, I used to I've be. heard you say this before. I you, used to you be. Are, but, you never met that moment. But you developed, I think, Come I on. think who you are who is who you were already supposed to be and who you were like kind of covering up right. because I, I, you know, I'm, I'm churchy too. But then I was like, I never agreed with a lot of it. Right. You know, I right. just would say whatever they were saying because right. you know, that right. was the thing to say until you form that relationship and it happens right. in that prayer moment. Yeah. But I think hopelessness and being aware of it is something I feel like it's like, it's a little pull on, on divinity. In, in all in all religions and scriptures, you know, it's usually from a, a point of oppression. There's a group of people oppressed and there's a savior or something or someone that comes to lift them up out of hopelessness. And so I look for pools of hopelessness, not only within myself, but in groups of people. And I speak to that because I feel like that's the magic carpet that God, you know what I'm saying? Like rides on. And I don't think that God rides on that carpet in just a mode of deliverance. But sometimes that deliverance comes through empowerment. So like God doesn't have to come down. There's an awareness of what we already have. And so like the song that I'm talking about, Run, it's really, it talks about what not to do. So a lot of my my passion about um, the world and its state right now, this is what we shouldn't be doing. I know this is what we're doing, but let's talk about some things that if we didn't do, that would make our planet better. You know what I mean? We're talking to Mona J. We'll be right back. So look, for y'all that's not familiar with The Dreamer, this is my favorite song. It's called All That. Man, I listen to this song every day. Um, I want y'all to hear a couple of lines in it, and then I'm gonna uh, talk to the dreamer about it. Listen. To this, she just don't know. Right now, yeah, all of that, all of that. Yeah, Let's go. Yeah, yeah, Tell them, yeah, I need all that shit right now. Yeah, hey, all of that. Yeah, 
end of the song, this is my favorite part of the song that's coming up. So I want y'all to pay attention. I want y'all to listen. And if I start speaking the lyrics, just know that this is my favorite part of the song. Say, I'm really close to God. What happened? Hey. He's the only reason that I made it far. Ain't enough time to show you why. So many years I talk to God. Just know I've been through a lot. We talk about doing stuff. That's one of mine right there. Every morning. All that. Stay tuned. Unfilter love. You know what you're listening to. Radio. So, yeah, that's all that. Woo. So, everybody talks about mantras and everything, and I'm really big on affirming myself and who I am and I remember that song came out it comes on and it's like I want all of that shit right now and I was like at a place where I don't know like sometimes in life I think we get complacent we get complacent with success and so I I had just got a raise just got a promotion I was in school and I'm doing all this stuff but I feel like I needed more and I'm always one of these people like okay Kel what more can you do Right. How farther can you go? Right. So I started was like, I need to be more serious about my businesses and doing those things. So I literally, my LLC had came um, and I was like creating something. I went to this conference. Literally on the way to the conference, the album came out. While I'm on the way, I hear that song comes on and it was like, I don't care. When I go to this conference, I want all that shit. <laughs> like I literally, yes. I, I said that in a song. I, I kept the song on repeat. Didn't even know it was a clean version right after it. <laughs> and then so a lot of times on social media, I'll place, I'll place the clean version. Sometimes I don't care. Sometimes I'm very mindful of it. Um, but then at the end of this, at the beginning of the song, it says, uh, when you go, I'll leave a motherfucker in line outside. Of, that to me, I don't know what it was because I think sometimes we have to detach from, Come on. from who we are, detach from what people think of us, yep. detach from our own negative thoughts yes. and be able to go into our next part, right? So when you say that, I was like, I'll even leave myself outside yep. if it causes Come my on. purpose to manifest and for me to do it. You're and talking. so it's that and then when you go, um, I should just have what I want. I should just have what I need. And then it's like, you can have what you want. You can have what you need. Just trust in God and believe it. Like, I just was like, dang. So then I saw you sing it at the release party. After the album came out, I was like, please sing my song. I don't care what I'm saying. (laughs) She does to that. And by by this time, the release party came. I don't know. The album probably had only been out a week. (laughs) And I had already been so familiar with every song that I didn't even care what she sang. She could (laughs) have sung me the damn ABCs and I would have just probably cried, right? Um, But she goes and she sings that and then I order her shirt and it says... What does your shirt say? It says, which one? I'm not average. Yep. Never been average. Never been average. And I'm just like, I'm amazed that 
when I hear that song and I think of Never Been Average, it's the perfect, right. it's the perfect thing. So going into 2020, 2020, I was asking God, what is my thing for the year? What am I doing? Yeah. How am I doing it? I know I'm going to be a billionaire philanthropist. I know I am this. I know I'm that. I'm that. I'm that. And then I got nothing. Really? I literally got nothing, right? And I'm asking God, like, prior to the new year, like, God, yeah. what is my, you know, he gives me these things. And, like, I usually have a word uh, since the 2000s. I have a word that literally describes every year and what I've been through okay. and how I've been through it. And everybody waits for that word. Right. Because I usually have a message with that right. word. So it's kind of dope. Um, it's just a dope little thing I do. And so I'm like, God, I don't have it. I get in my car. And it's almost February at this point. And I'm like, yo, right. we mid-January, nigga. You ain't gave me no word. Right, right. What up, bro? Right. And I'm really mad at God. And yes, we have a relationship. So if you don't talk to God that way, that's on you. <laughs> um, but that's me and me and bro the way right. we talk. Right. <laughs> it's real right. around these pieces. Um, so I'm really, like, upset. So then oh, that song comes on. I'm in my office. I'm working. I have, like, one of those rough days. That song comes on. And it's just like, yep, I want all of that. And on my way home... I have, like, you know how songs get stuck in your yeah, spirit? Absolutely. So I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. I'm really close to God. Da, da, da. And I'm doing that. Like, that part just plays in my head. And so I'm like, I start writing my own up. So I write my, I have my own lyrics to your song. Oh, yeah? And like, I have like a whole, <laughs> I have a whole remix. Okay. And I'm like, I, I don't want to be like, this is a song. And it's like the, the vibe of that song yeah. is the type of music that I want to transcend to. Yes, gotcha. Um, I think I'm there, but I think in changing some of the stuff, because I, I still am churchy. I okay. still do a whole lot of God stuff, but that song was, it's kind of like the epitome of like, this is the sound I want. That's the sound I want. Right. That's the vibe I right. want. And that's the energy I want in the song. Right. And being able, you know, we talk about being churchy, being able to say, I live a motherfucking line. Right. And people right. be like, what? Right. Bitch, I'm a, what? <laughs> right. What? She just, not. right. And it's just that energy. And I think we get a lot of that from males. But to hear females say it Absolutely. to me was even like, yo, <laughs> that was even more powerful. So yeah. I get home and then I get on. Everybody knows if I get in my creative, like I'm going to create a picture mode and put up a quote. And, you know, if you go to my Instagram, that's all you see basically is, oh, some graphic I've done and a picture of me and some words. And so I was like, I still don't have a thing. Like, so that's still in the back of my subconscious. Right. Like, I don't have a thing. And I'm like, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't want all of that right now. And then it hits me. I get up in the middle of the night. I go walking on the beach. And God says, all of that. Hmm. I was like, that's a stupid thing. I was like, that's dumb. So I just let it play. The next day, as I well, that later that night when I decided to go to sleep, I dream about being all of the things that I want to be. Okay. About being a billionaire, about being able to be a philanthropist, about right. going to these other countries and doing all this stuff. And then as it goes, I was kind of having one of those discouraging moments. So the post that I wound up making was everything that I've accomplished in 2019. Okay. For me, it wasn't, it was, I thought it was going to be like two or three things, but it was literally like, I was like, I did a lot of right. shit. Right. Like this actually was, yeah. this was actually a dope year. Not as dope as I wanted it to be, from the inside looking out. Right. But from the outside looking in, I was like, oh, that was kind of dope. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, it's the year of all of that. I want all of that. I am all of that. Nice. And if you look on my on my board, it's like, I'm all of that. I want all of that. Definitely. And that came from, I think that song being ingrained in my spirit yeah. from last year. Yeah. And it just kind of stuck. <laughs> and then I made such a connection to it that it's why can't I have what I want? Why can't I have Absolutely. what I need? I am all that. If I, I just trust him, but 
And, and then so that just that. became my, so that's my year. It's the year of all that. I like that. And so, you know, thank you for being authentic and being able to say those things and then being able to to reach an audience that I don't even know if you know, and I, I say this, I say this a lot to a lot of people, but for you it's different. I don't think you even know the impact of how you're doing ministry now. I don't. And I, because, you know, I know you're not in the church setting is whatever, and you worship leader and done all that. You've done all that good stuff. But I think that your ministry is you, for not only for those hopeless moments, because for me, that was a hopeless moment. So when you said that right. earlier, that kind of was like, oh, that's yeah. dope. But I don't think you know the impact of the sound that you create mm-hmm. that creates other people to be creative. Yeah, I don't. But hearing stories like these help inspire me because... I was so scared to come out with that song. Yeah. That was the one song I felt so much fear and I said, fuck because, it, I'm going to do it. But that's the thing because that song is so powerful, right? Yes. And so I was telling my friend, I said, no matter who I do an interview with, no matter when I go to speak, no matter what I do, I still get butterflies. Yeah. Now, I've been doing it for a while and right. I love it and I think right. I'm pretty damn good at it. I am. And so, <laughs> and so one day when I'm syndicated, I'll still remember those moments and it's just one of those things. I think the moment we don't have a fear of doing something is the moment we get too complacent in our yep. success. Absolutely. I agree. Because it just becomes whatever. Um, but I really want you to keep doing that. I really want you that authentic sound and voice and just the realness and rawness that comes from you. Thank it's amazing. I think it's really undervalued. I think it's very underrated at this point. Yeah. Um, but in the spirit I see. Yeah. I've seen. Yep. Lots of things happening in your success and... And when you get that Grammy, just say, just remember, you was right here. Hey, yeah, I'm still, I'm for real. Cause, I'm and it's not even about the Grammy itself. It's about the way that you get Come it on. and the message that Absolutely. happened uh, and behind the scenes. Yep. And so it's like, you know, you've been working at music and stuff for a while, but I think coming into your own and coming to your own yes. moment and people, I think people are, don't go to church. They don't. They oh don't my like gosh, church. they don't. I don't like church. Like, right. A church kid who doesn't like church, who's a yes. PK, just like, I yes. I literally hate church. And and, it's, and I, everybody say, blah, 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 blah. But I hate religion. I hate that systematic way of doing things that I don't think are really pleasing to God. If, we, if we're real with it, I agree. You know, with we you. Can, people are shouting, praying, getting delivered, and all those things are wonderful and great. Trust right. me. And I agree that they should happen. Right. Every Sunday. Every week, week mm. after week, it's a mind control thing at some point because the government, you know, when they said the government was right. on his shoulders, well, the government was on his shoulders because the church owned the government right. at some point in time right. in history, right? And so when we think about it from a historical context, well, okay, that happened and the government should still be on his shoulders. However, where do we let freedom be? Right. Like, you know, I get in trouble a lot because I'd be like, I'm pro-life. <laughs> yeah. And I'm also pro-choice. I get it. Because I believe that God gave me free will, but my free will and what I choose to do in my life is not your free will. Right. It's not the decision you have to make. Right. I believe if you want to do what you want with your body, do what you want with your body. Right. I don't care. Then, you know, when you look at the, I remember a few years ago, I saw something in Spirit and I asked this pastor about, you know, there's going to be more trans people coming along. Right. How, how's the church going to handle that? He says, oh, yeah, I see it coming along. And he had this long, elaborate answer. And he said, I feel the same thing you're feeling, but why'd you ask? I said, because are you going to be accepting or not? Right. He had no answer for me. Right. And that bothered me. Right. 
So I think the things that you're doing, the way you're creating people to just have such a boldness, yeah. I think that that's needed in the world because yes. the world the world needs to be ministered to. Absolutely. To say that, and it's awareness on both sides. There's an awareness to people who feel hopeless, like we see you. But it's also awareness to politicians, religions to say, we see you. This ain't right. Right. Period. You know what I mean? Right. And I think God is the ultimate awareness who sits on top of the scales and balances it all. I you know, I'm a Libra, so I love that. Tell, yeah. me, about, <laughs> tell me about balancing I, the scales. I scale. just want to be a part of that, you know, his tool to help balance the scales, to bring hope and accountability to both sides. So one of my things is I, I believe when the Bible is rewritten and whatever secret text is rewritten, I'm going to be in all of them, right? <laughs> because I'm dope. And so, and that's not even like a cocky thing, but like that's yeah. something that I just know. Right. When it's rewritten, I'm going to be there as a success story. Right. I'm going to be the David of something. Right. And not, maybe not the David character, but it's some kind of like, Kel went through all of right. this. You can, you know, succeed. Right. If your story is rewritten and you're one of those capsulized historical figures, what, what story are you leaving behind? Oh, man. Do I have to pick a story or pick a, a character in the Bible? Because I got both. Like, oh, both you already got Hey, yeah. you both of them. That's I dope. I think if I had to choose... Man, I'm Esther, yo. Mm. All day. Like, going before the king with my people on my back. Like, you know what I mean? Like, th- this is who we are. You know, like, we, like, yeah, between Esther and Moses, that's that's So, like, that's funny because. That's one of my things. I was know? in the Christian fraternity, and my name was Moses. Okay. And it was like, when you speak, there's words that come out your mouth that's crazy. Right. And just the thing, Moses stuttered. And as a kid, I had a, a speech impediment, so it was always oh, a comparison. Wow. And even now, like, I'll stutter on I'm like, y'all know I ain't, I ain't deleting it. I'm right. a stutter. But it's, so Moses has always been one of those figures that I thought in my own head. They be right. like, who you most like? I'm like, I got the wittiness of Jesus. Got right. the leadership skill in the mouth of Moses. I got the worship as David because yeah. I will come. Ah! And I've danced until I was naked and I thought it was crazy yeah. then coming back. So Esther. Yeah, I think I like the part in scripture that talks about all that she went through to even get before the king. Yes. You know, all of that process and time. I think I embody all that is feminine and violently powerful at the same time. You know what I'm saying? Leave a motherfucker alone. As you can see, that's my line. But I'm only, I only ascend or arrive at a certain status to empower my people. You know, Mm -hmm. and I don't say my people exclusively like a, a race or a gender, but my people in terms of all of us who have that awareness, who have that connection, and they transcend. Right, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Esther all day, and I will hope to leave behind messages and breadcrumbs of like I know what it's like. I felt that before too. You know, I, I this is what helped me. You know, this is what I think you should do, and you know, and find some connection point. And I feel like some some of my music doesn't have a resolve. You know, it doesn't yes. have that like you know God's gonna bring you out. But you'll definitely cut off the song like, she knows what it's like. Yeah. yeah. I like that. So, you're going to wrap this up because I could talk to you all day. <laughs> yeah, we got a little vibe going. And we really could keep this going and, I, you know, I'll be really trying to live. You're going to invite me back. Y'all know. She coming back. She got a new album coming out. So, maybe maybe you'll come back for a new album. Yes. So, Legacy. Legacy. What is that to you? Oh, man. That is, I feel like that's all I have. Mm. Um, and I have so much. You know, I think um, my legacy right now will be the songs that you play. You know, this podcast. I think for women, especially women of my age, you know, our legacy is usually our children. Mm-hmm. I don't have children. Mm. And I often ask God, like, why such 
passion behind music and those are my babies or businesses like it doesn't have to be in the form of another human life but my music is a life all its own so my legacy is my music once I've transcended this place you know I pray that those songs will inspire other artists and you know create out of itself other things you know so yeah. but that's dope because you say that those are your babies and I, I sometimes, I, um, I'm, I've become real big with economics and finances. Right. And I was never like that because I don't think I was ever really taught the importance of it, right? Right. And as a community, as a black community, I don't think that's ever been stressed or stressed the proper way, right? So one of the things when you said that, the first thing I heard was those are my babies and, you know, I don't have no natural kids. And so, or what people consider natural kids. Right. And I, was, I just thought, be fruitful and multiply. Do not ever mean go... And subdue the earth. <laughs> Let, right. Let's say that. Subdue the earth is the part that I like because it was like, wait a minute. What does that really mean in itself? It means create more wealth, create more inheritance, create more this, create more creativity. Absolutely. And you as a creative, I, I believe you are literally created by the creator to create. And I say that often <laughs> and I say that about myself and I say that about that's how all humans are, right? Yeah. Because everybody has a circuit that they create. But you are literally created to create. Yes. And I don't even think you know the in the magnitude of what else you're going to create next. I know. I have no idea. It may be the most amazing thing and it, it just hasn't opened up in your head. The process of creation is so arousing to me. You know, I don't I don't have any hang-ups with God about the efficiency of the product after. That's a human thing. Like, we created this chair. It has to hold this much weight. You know what God is just create. I think it's the most God-like quality for a person or a human being mm -hmm. to create. And it's a part of our nature when he blew the, Absolutely. When, he, when that Zoe breath went Absolutely. <laughs> yep. Just blew inside of yep. us. That was just like a nature like yep. wake up the god in yep. you. Absolutely. So, as we go tell the people where they can find you and all that good stuff <laughs> and You can find me uh on Instagram at I am the dreamer. I A M T H E D R M R. Please send me a message. I'm a real person. You can find me on Facebook or you can just go to my website, thedreamer.com, the T H E D R M R.com. There's music, show dates, merchandise. It's all there for you. Yeah, you can find me there. And look forward to the new album. It's going to be crazy. So usually I do a final word after this. It's been great talking to Mona Jen. I'm not <laughs> going to do a final word. I'm going to let her give y'all a final word of about thinking about what you think about. Okay. Uh, I guess my final word would be um, easy. Go easy on yourself in terms of how you treat your body, your mind, and your spirit. Go easy in terms of treating yourself with the same care, respect, and regard that God would. You're a valuable human being, a valuable asset to this planet. And the rest of us are joining in with you to make this a better experience for all of us. We've got work to do. Let's go get all that shit. Hey, you listen to Unfiltered Love Radio. It's your guy, Kalissens. We're here with The Dreamer. Man, y'all already know. Go like, share, subscribe. The goal is to reach 7.8 billion people in 2030 when there's 8 billion people. I don't know about Corona. I'm going to keep saying this. I think it's population control. It was done in the lab. But whatever. That's just, a, you know, whatever. But when there's 8 billion people, I want to reach them too, right? But that doesn't just come from me. That comes from you. That comes from the way you do it. That comes from spreading the messages. That comes from sharing the vibe, right? Because we have to exchange energy. And once that energy is exchanged, because it cannot be destroyed. So the energy in me, when people say, you have so much energy. You can have the same amount. Yep. It's in you too because that's what we do. But that's where the concept of unfiltered love comes from. And as we always say around here, be free and live your mega life.